Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, boys? <laughs> now that's an intro. Hey. Yeah. Coming in hot. I love How it. How I do? What's up, man? Not much, buddy. Oh, Just you... scouring the internet looking for photos of stock images of fathers playing football with their kids. That's nice. Found yeah. one. There you go. Oh, that was you. Oh, it, it was. <laughs> I Benjamin buttoned myself. I got younger. It does look like a very young Nathan Kress trying to kick that Kinda. ball. Kinda. Yeah. I went with the uh, LeBron James Seahawk jersey as my background. We'll get into why as the show goes and I, on. And I still don't know how to do that stuff. I think <laughs> on one of these chats I did, but it's been a mess ever since. I think that I committed to making you special backgrounds that have to do with our show and our sponsors and things like that, but then I just never did it. Still hasn't happened, right? It's a very Brett thing to happen. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I'm, no, totally. I'll take care of it. You know, I'm glad you said that. I might have to rethink <laughs> this whole idea about getting two of my co-hosts onto one show. This is going to be just me and Lofa just pooping on you for an hour. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, let's officially start this thing, shall we? Absolutely. Okay. Let's get this crowd going. Now, come on. Get him up. Get him up. Get him up. Hawks on three. One, two, three. Oh. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. Takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Oh. Holy catfish. Hey, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my best? I got your back. That's Lofa. Oh. The player. Trouble playing. Thunder. All one. Ready. Three. Russell looking. Go Hawks. Russell scrambling. Go Hawks. Pump faking. Go Hawks. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. 40, down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's going to go. Yes. Oh. 20, 10. They do it again. Touchdown. 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 Seahawks. It's the Seahawks podcast on the Believe Sports Network. Thanks for tuning in. I'm lifelong Seahawk fan Brett Davern. He is Seahawks legend Lofa Tatupu. Lofa, you ready to do the show? Let's go, partner. On this episode, my good friend Nathan Cress, who you guys know from Nickelodeon's iCarly back in the day, which, by the way, is getting a reboot or a relaunch or whatever you want to call it. He'll be joining us as our, our special guest in a moment. But first, let me tell you about our sponsor, betonline.ag. You got wagers to make online. BetOnline is the place to do it. BetOnline.ag. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, the tourney's coming up. NHL is in full swing, so plenty of things to bet on at BetOnline.ag. Or you can head over to their 24-7 online casino with all the table games and things you're used to from any kind of casino and make some wagers there. BetOnline.ag is the place to do it. You can also use their mobile app which makes uh, all your wagering even that much easier. Use our promo code. Believe, spelled B-L-E-A-V. Receive 50% worth of welcome bonuses when you use that promo code. It's betonline.ag, everybody. Your online sports book experts. Well, without further ado, Lofa, let's introduce our guest. He's my good buddy, Nathan Kress. Uh, like I said, from iCarly, you guys know him from that or plenty of other movies and TV shows. Also, Nathan and I co-host a podcast called Radioactive Dads, where we talk about being actors and dads and everything that comes along with it. But it usually just devolves into us ranting about random things and all kinds of sidetrack type conversations. But anyway, Nathan, hello. Thank you for joining the show. 
Hello, Brett. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and talk with you guys. This is so fun. Dude, it's, it's fun for us too, man. It's like our first uh, kind of non-sports guest on this show, I suppose. Real? Oh, well, that's good because I don't know nearly enough about sports to be on a sports podcast. So <laughs> this is this is working out well. <laughs> we'll walk you through it. Okay, good. Thank you. Uh, I mean, you know, I got stuff to talk about basically on this show, Nathan, on the Seahawks show here. I, I write down stuff that happens all week long, and then I just sort of bring it up and, and we see what happens from there. Um, our first topic, Lofa, for this episode, uh, let's talk about fighting. You guys ever been in fights? I have a lot growing up. <laughs> <laughs> on and off the football field? Yes, on and off. <laughs> Nathan Kress, you ever been punched in the face or punched anyone in the face? No, I I think we actually might have talked about this on an episode of Radioactive Dads. I slugged my best friend in the stomach because he stole my squirt gun. <laughs> and then I cried right after. And then we made up. Yeah. But, That's uh, justifiable. I think that that, that merits a, a good hit to a good gut check. Yeah, you know? Yeah. It's there's you got to protect your squirt guns when you're seven. Like that's like the number one asset that you have. Well, what about you, Brett? Well, I uh, no, uh, well, just you know, just sort of your standard elementary school type stuff. Um, I got beat up pretty good in Santa Monica one time when I moved to L.A., but that really wasn't my fault. And I don't even, I still don't even know what happened there. This, we, it was closing time at a bar. We're walking down the street. Some guy's yelling at me. I didn't realize he was yelling at me. I turned around. He's like. Why are you talking shit? And I was like, I've never seen you before in my life, dude. And then all of a sudden, I was getting punched out of nowhere. I don't. It happens. <laughs> happens quick. It happens fast, man. <laughs> Speaking of happen, happening fast, though, the reason I bring it up or ask is because uh, there's this online video. Barstool Sports put it out there, but a couple of Oklahoma football players, Oklahoma Sooners, it looked like they were kind of trying to start a fight, or maybe. The video picked up in the middle of it, but either way, they were getting into some stuff at a bar with this kid that looked smaller than both of the, these football players. However, these football players didn't realize this kid was an MMA guy. And when Uh-oh. stuff popped off, this kid put these football players in a rear naked choke <laughs> so quick, and it was over. And it was it was just kind of a, I don't know, it's an interesting video. No, yeah, I saw the uh, the fight, and I, I watch MMA, mm-hmm. you know? I love MMA. And um, so when we say this kid was smaller, I just got the clip from Katie. Uh, yeah, height-wise, he was probably giving up like three or four inches to these guys. But, I mean, he looked like Ben Askren. He looked like one of the fighters I like to watch. And when a guy is that calm going into a fight uh-huh. – <laughs> He's been there way too many times. And you need to just say, hey, man, let me buy you a beer – and, you know, let's squash this. Mm-hmm. But one of them pushed him. And Nate, I don't know if you saw it. He pushed the guy. And uh, the guy calmly looks at his buddy kind of like, hey, man, are you ready to have some fun? Like, should I do mm-hmm. this or not? It was, yeah, it was kind of like these guys clearly don't know. Yeah. Like, and uh, but he he looked like a little rocked up wrestler. Yeah. And, you know, there was no sense of worry with two, you know, guys that were at least three or four inches taller than him. Yeah. And, so, like, I mean, there's there's definite warning signs there, fellas, that yep. we got to question the awareness of these Oklahoma football players. Yeah, <laughs> that or like look for the cauliflower ear. You yeah, know? he did. Now he did have he did have the hair covering. Oh, the ears, see, know? yeah, I see think that? he probably did the hairstyle to make sure they didn't see those warning time <laughs> warning yeah, signs. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, if you see a guy with like full on buzz cut and ears that look like Elephant Man, like out to here. <laughs> Run from that person. Well, but don't 
but these guys I don't care how many people you have with you. Yeah, but these guys they they're thinking they're big Oklahoma Sooner football players, you know, and and all the uh hubris that comes along with being a division 1 football player. Lofa, you could speak to that, right? Don't you think yeah, they probably got the best of well, them on this one? Well, it's just I mean, I'm sure they're at a bar, right? I'm yeah. sure some drinks were had. Mm-hmm. Judgment kind of better judgment goes out the window there. But um like I said, man, no, you you are never too drunk to realize that Someone is way too calm in a situation of tension. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, this guy, you know, he, he lives for these moments. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> let's switch gears, though, a little bit. My next thing I wrote down here, iCarly. Let's get let's oh. get on to uh, what our guest is here to talk Those about. Right hand in hand with fighting. Yeah, <laughs> we fought. We just like bare knuckle. Like there was a fight club in the basement at the studio. This is a perfect segue. Listen, that's the thing about my list here. It's in completely random order. Okay, so you never I, know what you're gonna get. I Carly was on Nickelodeon, of course, back in the day. Nathan, I think, how old were you when you first started on that show? Uh, I had just. I think I just turned fourteen. Wow. Uh. But a young 14, like an 11-year-old looking 14. So nobody would really know that. I was in my, I, I was prepubescent. And so I was shorter than both of the girls. And after my screen test, I think they realized that and decided to put me in giant platform shoes for the entire oh, wow. first season. Like, I'm talking like like 70s, like two to three inch soles. Like disco dancing. Yep. <laughs> it looked like I was about ready for... Friday night. Amazing. Yeah, it was it was bad. Saturday it was really, night. really Saturday bad. Night Do you fever. still have them? That, yeah, I see, see mine was on Fridays. Things. Yeah, they're everywhere. They're on the internet. Trust me. There I have been lampooned for my shoes literally to this day. Wait, I got they show them on TV. You would think they just would make sure to not show your feet. Oh, you'd think. You know, there was one episode, like the third episode in, they had me sitting in a shopping cart passing out flyers at school. And I don't know why no one thought I never stand up in the thing and I never I'm never taller or shorter than anyone. I'm just sitting in a shopping cart with my legs flopped over and my giant platform shoes right in front of me. I would have thought maybe they'd like get me some chucks or something (laughs) just for that one scene where I'm not standing up and no one can tell how short I was. But no, no, just just right in front of my face. (laughs) No CGI to block them out. Nothing. No rotoscope. (laughs) They did not help me out at all. Well, uh, iCarly's coming back, though, man. There's a don't call mm-hmm. it a reboot, I guess, a relaunch or a, a reimagining. I think they want to call it. Okay, all right, and it, that's going to yeah. be on Paramount Plus. The original show was on Nickelodeon back in the day. Yeah, but now Paramount's going to have their own app and all kinds of stuff like that. And um, so, so give us all the details, man. I mean, how'd you find out about this, and then when does everything start? Yeah, so I, I, it had been in the in the works for a while before I even knew about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found out in I think October um, that there was just discussion about if, if everybody was interested in doing this and um, it's, it sort of progressed from there. And now it's this honest to goodness real life show. And uh, I believe it's going to be coming out um, right around. Well, Paramount plus I think launches, I think in March, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this. I'm pretty sure it's in March. Um, And basically they're taking CBS all access and rolling it into this new streaming service. So if you know what CBS All Access is, it's just Paramount Plus. They're changing the name and adding a bunch of stuff to it. And there's a lot of uh, sports and news and stuff that they're kind of bundling all together. Oh, gotcha. So 
Yeah. So it's, it's going to be a much bigger thing than CBS All Access was, but they're taking all of that content and sliding it over. Oh, uh, so, we, I so believe, you don't have to have CBS All Access and Paramount Plus. It's now no. going to be one. Yep. It's combined. So if you have CBS All Access, I believe that means you now have Paramount Plus once it relaunches. So um, we will be uh, releasing in, I think, just before the summer or early summer. Um, depend as long as everything goes, it's hard to even say time frame wise because who knows what's going to happen with COVID because that pushes everything back. Um, so if all goes to plan and everything goes well, it should be uh, late spring, early summer. Now, um, what can you tell us though about what the show is going to be actually about? Because, like you said, when you know back in the day, you were like fifteen, you're getting pushed around through a school and a shopping cart, all that. But now you guys are a right. lot older. So, what's the show yeah. going to be about? Yeah. So um, basically the show is just a direct continuation as if no time had passed. This is just, you know, the show ended in 2012. We're almost 10 years later and it's just showing what has happened to our lives in that time. Right. Um, I am pretty sure that I would have a hit squad sent out on me if I gave too many details. But what I can <laughs> say is that everybody is in so, some people are in a similar place. Some people are in a better place and some people are in a significantly worse place. That's, you're not giving us anything. Yeah. Nothing is... at all. That's why, because I don't want a hit squad sent yeah. out on it's me. It's like asking um, Lofa about a game plan before a game but... or something. He's not going to give us anything. <laughs> there will but be like... passes and there will be runs right. and there will be field goals. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. A little defense, a little offense. Mm -hmm. uh, but okay. With this much time passing, like, what you know because i don't know anything about like the the movie or film or, or tv industry what like going into it are you excited about um you know i mean had you been in touch with all your co-stars co and everything and yeah uh pretty pretty infrequently we tried at the beginning we would do kind of an annual where are we now dinner where we would sort of get together and just catch up um, and then that just sort of, I, I don't know, that just eventually sort of petered out. And then obviously with COVID that, you know, we weren't really seeing my very much of each other at that point. Um, but we still talk every, every once in a while. And, you know, we're still like, we'll talk to each other on social media and stuff and comments on each other's stuff every once in a while. Um, and, but it was never, you know, we weren't like in constant communication. So now all of a sudden it's been nice. Like the day that I found out that this was in the works, I think everybody else had already known about it. So that was, I like hopped on a little group thread with them and we just exchanged gifts for a while of various <laughs> like slow turn, like yes. <laughs> smiling faces and stuff. Um, so, but it was, it was cool because even though it's been a lot of years, it really did feel like no time had passed, which is, which is a good, a good sign that I don't think we're going to have much trouble getting back in our, our groove. Um, okay. yeah. We've sh we've shot a promo since then for um, for a CBS All Access like insider business uh, thing, and it was me and Miranda and Jerry and um, just kind of we were playing ourselves, but it was it was still played for laughs, and it felt it felt good. It, it felt like I think it was supposed to feel. The casting process is in full swing, and so there's going to be chemistry reads in the next couple weeks for the new characters that we're adding. Um, so I think Miranda and Jerry are going to be reading with, uh, people that more pertain to them. Uh, I have a character that is very important to me in the show that I will be doing my chemistry reads with. 
um, in I think next next week or or the week after that. Read between the lines um, on that one. Who um, do you want to play Freddie's wife? Uh, I can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I figured. I knew not to ask that one, Brett. Moving Thanks, on. Brett. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't say anything. Okay. Well, I said, no. I just, and I also, who says we're casting for my wife? That's that's Ooh, exactly right. Uh, yeah. Good. Good. No job, one Brett. said that. Specifically, not me. Good job. Honestly, I can I can tell you this. It's not Freddie's wife. Okay. Hey, here's here's an awkward segue for you. Another sponsor, eBay. Yes eBay still going strong here at sponsoring the Seahawks podcast. Uh, look, whether you're looking for rare dead stock shoes or the latest release, find the exact shoe that you're looking for over there on eBay. Dead stock is a term I was not familiar with, but apparently it means you bought some shoes and you kept them in the box the whole time. Those are known as dead stock shoes. Hopefully uh-huh. platform. <laughs> Hopefully. Those should, those are dead to me, gonna, that's for sure. Nate, I'm going to get you some platforms off eBay. <laughs> when you go to ebay.com slash sneakers, that's where we want you to go. Um, you you can know and, and be uh, rest assured that the sneakers that you're getting are authentic because eBay has an authenticity guarantee that comes with all of the sneakers. When you go to ebay.com slash sneakers, the world's best destination for discovering great value and and unique selection. Um, speaking of unique selection, let's talk about what's in the background of my Zoom here, guys. Because I got a picture of a Seahawks jersey with LeBron's name across the back of it. LeBron, I, maybe this was a week ago, but Lofa and I were texting about it, and I want to bring it up on the show. LeBron said he could make it in the NFL or that he would have made it on an NFL team during the NBA lockout. I texted Lofa about it. Lofa gave me his patented meh answer. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm bringing it up here on the show because I want to make him talk about it. Come on, I'll talk about. It. Yeah, I want to get. I want to get our guest. I want to get our guest uh, Nate. I want to hear his opinion. Uh, what are you deferring? Think? Uh, I I don't know. I feel like I guess he's just trying to do the Michael Jordan thing of like, yeah, I can play basketball, but I can play anything else too, and it'll be the exact same somehow. I I don't know. I I just feel like it's a very different level of like. There's a big difference between getting tackled and getting hands all over you. Yeah. You know, I just I just don't know how LeBron would hold up to Lofa just leveling into him. Right. And right. just putting him on the ground. You, you know, know, that's a great point, though, Nate, that you bring up that maybe, you know, maybe this is how he gets into more of the conversation with MJ as being the greatest because he gets everybody mm. saying, even without stepping on the football field, he gets everybody saying, oh, LeBron could have done it. Mm. And yeah. everybody forgets, you know, they're like, oh, he did play football eventually mm. down the line. But yeah, he played in the NFL. He had mm-hmm. to have. Instagram said it. Yeah. <laughs> That's but where not. we're at now. So, so uh, Shannon Sharp, who, you know, I love hearing his takes, him and Skip on, on their show. Um, he had some very good points saying that he doesn't think LeBron would have made it because of the layoff. Now, a little backstory, LeBron, as I don't know, it was he like 6'4 as a freshman in high school at 220. He was the, like the number one recruit in football also as a freshman in high school. Wow. And so, yeah, so if he stuck with it, Shannon said, yeah, he would have he would have made it, no problem. But the layoff of whatever, however many years at that point, it was probably like 12 years, I think, since he had played high school ball, football. And, uh, and he's just saying the nuances and the – all the skill level, I don't care how big, strong, fast he is, 
you still have to translate, you know, into, you know, getting off a jam and doing all the little things, route running, and um, that all takes time to develop and master, much like he's done with his his basketball skills. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I I believe it to an extent. I still think six six eight two sixty is gonna play on any NFL roster, which is what <laughs> I told, <laughs> which is what I told to, to Brett, whether it's receiver or tight end. Um, but I, you know, I don't think he would have been as dominant jumping into the sport, kind of like Shannon saying, you know, with that much of a layoff, there's still a lot to learn, even if you're coming off the line and is it man, is it zone, those little things. And going across the middle is very different, even at that size, um, than than you know, going down the lane, you know, making a dunk or two. Yeah. It's uh so I could see both arguments, but I said ultimately, yes, LeBron would have made any roster at receiver. And uh, he would have made any team better just by simply, you know, running a streak and commanding right. double coverage. Yeah, I mean, he's huge. Six uh, put eight, him on the 260, team. bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got DK right now on the team who kind of looks like LeBron a little bit, like mini Braun a little. I'm That makes me well, excited you for him. Yeah. You, you added the right uh, adjective, mini, mini LeBron, because, you know, as big as DK is at six four, what two forty? Is it two thirty five? Sure, something like that. Yeah, he's still four inches shorter and twenty five pounds lighter <laughs> than LeBron. Would you have liked to seen it though? Like, I I yeah. would love to see that happen with LeBron. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't have loved so to see that fun. man? I mean, um, you know. And then there's a lot of people they point to like going back and they're like, well, Draymond tried out for you know Michigan State, and I mean, yeah, he tried out. Uh, at one at one point, and I mean, they they only took a couple clips, and he didn't look great. But I guarantee you, given time, mm-hmm. Draymond would have definitely made it in the NFL, and he mm-hmm. would have found a way, you know, how to run the routes, how to set people up. I mean, if he could do what he's doing defensively on guys like LeBron and all these other guys, he would have made it in the NFL as a tight end yeah. for sure. Nathan, who are your teams? Who do you root for? Uh. Well, I now I feel like I'm copping out by saying it, but I've been a Rams fan since St. Louis, like since right after they left L.A. So uh, it's not only because they're from L.A. now. <laughs> now they've just come back to where they were supposed to be the entire time that Why I was the a Rams? fan of them. Why? I, I think, well, so I was pretty, I'm, I'm the youngest of three boys. And so I was pretty young introduced to football in the first place. So it was mostly following along with my older brothers who knew a lot more about football. Got it. Uh, my, my middle brother was definitely the most into football and he's about two and a half years older than me. I think he, I don't know what first got him into the Rams, but I know that he idolized Kurt Warner. Um, and he, you know, so he played football in, in high school a little bit as a quarterback, um, and I think that was a, a guy that he really wanted to emulate. And it was a really, Honestly, it was a really good time to be a Rams fan when we were because it was that golden era of like Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, yeah. Torrey Holt, Isaac Bruce. Like it was like the just yeah. the dream team, you know, but it was also combined with the drama of a horrific loss to the Patriots in the Super Bowl with that one fateful missed field goal. Yeah. So there was it was just it was a very intense time. And I think that provided a lot of uh, attachment opportunities to that team. Um, and I think it just stuck kind of ever since. Um, and also our hate for the Patriots stuck ever since. <laughs> yeah. Nobody um, likes get to the join Patriots. your best friend in Seahawks Nation yeah. <laughs> with that. Yeah, I get to join the, the majority of America, I think. <laughs> Nobody. 
Nobody. Except now it's just most people just hate Tom Brady right. more than just the Patriots themselves. So like now I hate the Bucks. I mean, because <laughs> until this footage came out from the celebration, I kind of like Tom Brady now. He's a normal dude. He likes <laughs> to have a few pops and throw the trophy around like the rest I, of us. This yeah, that was one of the few days, remember, that he he actually uh partakes in uh in some some consumption of alcohol, you know, yeah. adult beverages. How many but, drinks uh, do you think? Wait, oh, go ahead. Wait, I got to ask Nate, did it hurt watching watching the Rams leave LA and win it somewhere else in St. Louis? Well, that's the thing. I was so young at that point. I oh. only knew of them as the St. Louis Rams. Oh, I knew that okay. at one point before I knew anything about football, they were LA. So I didn't really have a ton of background. I just remember saying, man, that stinks that they're not in the city that they're supposed to be in. And that's why I was so excited when they came over. So I didn't even really have awareness at that gotcha. point. So uh, the sting was not felt. It was really the Patriots that started my my burning rage. And that was only when they were in St. Louis. Wait, back to Tom Brady for a second. How many drinks do you... I got two questions. How many drinks do you think it took for him to get that sauced? And what do you think his drink of choice is? I mean, probably two. And I mean... Yeah. <laughs> that's because all he had was an almond that day. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, if you don't drink, but twice a year, right. uh, you know, yeah, that it doesn't take much. Right. I mean, you probably could add a Coors Light and been a little tipsy. <laughs> he looked <laughs> like he looked like Snooky on the pilot at Jersey Shore coming out of that. Place. Oh man, but, Cold I mean, as the Rockies. <laughs> but the, but the grin and the smile walking oh, through great. that gate was, it was amazing. Great. It I made mean, him made him likable for the first time in his career for me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. A drink of choice, obviously, he's got to go with something uh, like you know uh, a tequila or or the healthiest option. But um, yeah, yeah, man, that that was that was funny to see. Yeah, knowing him, he probably did it the booty way. What is that? You know? mean? Like what? You know, what like you when you don't actually drink the alcohol, but you want to feel it, so you. Oh, are you? Hold on a second, Nathan Cress from Nickelodeon's iCarly. Are you accusing Tom Brady of butt chugging? <laughs> That's a real it's thing. Oh, yeah. All the models do it. It's a very L.A. thing to do. <laughs> Come on, Lofa. You went, to, you went to college. You've never butt-chugged, Lofa? No, no the fuck I have not. <laughs> what What the hell is a butt-chug? Uh, so, you, 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 you guys reverse, aren't fucking with me. You guys reverse, are serious No, it's right real. Because no, you're both laughing. Bong. It's real. Yeah. So, you can, you can consume alcohol through your intestine without consuming calories, but it gets you the effects of alcohol without the nutritional value of an extra 400 calories. So that's what <laughs> models do to get drunk, basically. <laughs> I don't even know where to go. Wow. I, I don't, I, I never in my life. <laughs> I just figured everyone knew this. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know how to segue out of this one. Uh, so let me just go back to my list here of random thoughts in completely yeah. random order. And we'll just bring up something else uh, completely. Next up on my list here uh, was on Lofa's social media, actually, this last week. Lofa, you did a polar bear plunge up there <laughs> in the PNW. It looked cold as hell. You want to talk about it? How'd it go? I did. <clears throat> I did. Yeah. No. So uh, Special Olympics, Special Olympics, Washington, some, you know, very near and dear to me. Um, and some of my, my guys like Marcus Trufant, he's done a lot of work with them. And um, I got called out by my main man, Jeffrey Coe on Instagram. He put a video together and, and said he challenged me to do the polar plunge. And of course, you know, I, I didn't know what it was. I just said, yo, I'm in, you know, <laughs> you got to answer the call. I got it, man. I got nice. challenged. I'm in. 
don't back down from a challenge. So I started doing research and I was like, well, people start texting me. They're like, oh, I can't wait to see it. And I was like, what is it? And they're like, you got to, you know, either douse yourself with ice cold water or jump into a, you know, body of water. And I was like, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And so I went to Lake Sammamish. It was, you know, pretty nice out. And, um, you know, I'd say maybe 40, 42 degrees <laughs> in the water. So I get there and I mean, I, I had my wife there, my kid, they want to see me. Initially, my, my uh, 10 year old was like, yeah, I'm going to do it with you. We got there and the wind was so cold. He's like, I'll hold your phone and film for you, Dad. I'm not. I'm out. And I was what like, what a hero! Oh, yeah, nice job, Kai. Uh, so, you know, I got the uh, do my thing. I say whatever, and uh, I didn't think that the cold water would be the least of my worries. So, I took off the the blanket that I was wrapped in, ran in, and dove right, and um, and came right back out. I got out of it quicker than I got in it is actually, I couldn't believe I moved that fast. It's probably the first time in my life I moved that fast, you know, even, <laughs> even NFL career included. Dude, you and, spun um, around and sprinted out of that water. I ran out of water, like high knees out of water, through water faster than I ran into the water. It makes sure. no sense. Good um, combine training. <laughs> yes. Right. So I should have done. She just got cold water for the combine. Uh, so, um, my feet are so cold, you know, I was, you know, happy to do it. it was a great cause, but I drive home and, you know, I get out of my car, my feet are still numb. I can't feel them or my fingers. And uh, I get up to the shower and my wife's like, yo, are you bleeding? And I was like, I have where? And I looked down and like my feet, both feet were just cut up. I don't know what if the. Oh, from the, the whole, rocks probably on the shore. I don't know if that place was laced with glass or what, <laughs> Oh no, but. But I mean, I'm yeah, and so I have a huge gash on my my left, the pad of my foot up oh. front, and then a bunch scraped on the right. But and then a ton of water in my left ear. But oh, it was man. for a good cause. Yeah, all for a good cause. You ever done that, Nathan? Uh, I did the ice bucket challenge oh, back right. in the day, so yeah, not quite as intense as the polar plunge. Yeah. We don't have cold water in California, so <laughs> there's not really any place to go. So all I had was just a bucket of water that I left out with a bunch of ice in it and then dumped that. But that, that was not fun. I yeah. didn't love it, <laughs> but uh, I've also, I know that I'm a bit of a weenie when it comes to actually getting into cold water. So right. I don't even know if I'd be capable of doing it. There's uh, something about the running towards it, especially standing on the shore of a lake or the ocean or whatever, that is a little more daunting than picking up the bucket and dumping it over your head. For exactly. Some Cause you know, it's like really cold, but then after that it's over and yeah. it's also 85 degrees outside because right. California. Right. But when you're, when, you know, when it's in the forties and the water's that or colder, there's no relief. And if it's windy, then you're at like in the twenties yeah. with the windshield. So there's, that's, that's a brutal combination. Well, it's and all I don't know if awkward I could put up with stumbling it. into the water too, and then stumbling uh -huh. back out of the water. It all and then it's like all the water, your your limbs are like locking up Ooh. because when you're cold, you just can't. That's, well, that's what everybody's like. Oh, why didn't you do some swimming? Because like I couldn't move. Yeah, like, everything. I held my breath going in, which mm -hmm. you know because I was like, wow, this is actually really cold. When I get my first few steps, well, in, even just throwing I the just, blanket off had to be cold. Just standing mm -hmm. on the shore. It of was. The lake. I was gonna. I was gonna do a real. A Bodie point break 50 year storm, you know, scene for you, for you and Nate, but it was so cold that I was like, yeah, man, I, you know, F this, I just threw it off and I just went, I went for it. And, um, but yeah, toe is all jacked up. Well, man. all for a good cause, man. Uh, that's awesome. Good for you. And, um, 
I won't be doing that anytime soon. Unless, of course, I get called out, which I haven't been yet. So I guess next I'm year we got to do it. That, huh? Yeah, next year. All right, I'm in. I'll call you out. <laughs> I'll call what you out. Nate. What a pal Nate is. I'll just, I'm not going to do it, but I'll call you out. Um, is that how it works? I don't know. Uh, last thing on my list, or not last, well, hold on. I mean, I'll start that over for myself. Next up on the list here is Zone In. That's Zone In CBD, our man Lofa's company for all of your CBD needs. ZoneInCBD.com is where you go, or you can pick it up in person at any Bartell drugstores up there in the PNW. If you're looking for CBD, there's no better choice than Zone In CBD. Also coming out with that new line soon, right, Lofa, like we were talking about last episode? I mean, I'm hoping any day now. I got the uh, the first uh, picture of the, the samples that we, we printed. Everything went well. And so it's an energy mix, a powder that is just incredible, whether it's just, you know, mental clarity or, or you're going to go, you know, do your workout. And um, it's incredible because with all that, it doesn't have that many milligrams. It's like a, a cup and a half of coffee. And, wow. um, you know, you know how many ca- how much caffeine is usually packed into those, those sure. pre-workouts. So, sure. yeah, no jitters, no crash, just awesomeness. Nice. Well, let's um, let's use this zone in time to zone in on Cam Newton. Speaking of the Patriots, the the quarterback for the Patriots last season, you know, longtime Carolina Panther. Uh, Cam Newton recently was at a seven-on-seven tournament or camp or, or whatever, and, and one of the high school kids started talking some shit big time to the former MVP of the league. I don't know if you've seen the footage, Lofa, but, uh, I mean, or, or Nathan, obviously, but, like, wh- I mean, fair or foul from this kid talking shit to, uh, <laughs> you know, a I mean, guy like Cam Newton? It's just... You know, Cam, I believe he's there just, you know, volunteering his time. And so I think it's kind of messed up that, you know, to come at him like that. And, um, well, he's doing more than that. I mean, he's sponsoring the league a little bit. He's throwing some of his oh, own dollars he? into it as well, giving these kids an opportunity. But I think, look, I think it's kind of started as a joke. I think that the high school kid was kind of like joking around or like, you know, he gets an opportunity to kind of, lob some shots at a, at a pro and stuff. And he was kind of having fun with it at the beginning. And then it kind of turned a little serious and that's where it got weird. I think it just got taken too far maybe because you know, like I bet you a high school Cam Newton was talking plenty of shit back in the day. So you can't really get on kids for, for Uh, being confident in themselves or. Hey, free country, man. You say whatever you want, but I just, you know, I think, Cam handled it extremely well, yeah. you know, um, and there was a video several years prior to this where he was at a camp and a kid was, you know, saying, oh, you trash, whatever, same stuff. And Cam, he gave him the time of day and like, you know, turned around and it, it's, it was funny. Like Cam, like, what are you going to do about it? Like Cam went back at him. Okay. And like the kid was just like, <laughs> he just <laughs> shut his mouth, you know, because Cam's six, six. And I mean, he's not going to do anything to a kid, but that's, He's 6'6", 260. He's a big dude. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, it's. I think it's something the kid's going to look back on one day and say, man, you know, I wish wish I hadn't said that to Cam Newton. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I, th- I think it's interesting, though, the way that the national media – I saw Stephen A. Smith going off about how disrespectful the kid was and all this stuff. And, I, look, it might be a little bit disrespectful, but here's the thing. 
Where do they where do they learn it in the first place? Well, they watch all these pros talk shit to each other constantly. There's nothing but trash talk on the on the field, off the field, all the time. People going back and forth at each other. I mean, every time Cam Newton moves the ball a yard, he stands up and drops it at the feet of the defenders and tears open his shirt like he's Superman for every little thing that he does and all this stuff, dabbing on people all the time and whatever. I mean, they're learning it from you, Cam, but then you don't like it once it's thrown at you. Or or, or Stephen A. has to get all uh, sanctimonious in his uh, response to this. I mean, come on, Stephen A. Like, I bet Stephen A. was saying Cam Newton was overrated last year a little bit himself. And now all of a sudden he's jumping down the throat of this high school kid. I don't know. I think it's that, all, you know, it's fun. That was different. That was different? <laughs> You can trash talk if you're on at least remotely the same level. There you go. You okay. Know? It's like trash talk if you're as good or better. Mm-hmm. See, that's, you know? that's what the one thing I thought that Cam did really well there. You know, he didn't use any profanity, no. which, you know, someone's talking trash. You can talk trash back, right? Uh, but, you know, he, he pointed out, he goes – like, wait, who are you? I didn't, you know, I haven't even seen you play and you've been here all day. Like he, mm-hmm. he said, what have you done? What have you done? And Good. then one of his friends tried to take up for him. Like, oh, he's fast. And Cam was like, what? So I haven't seen him do anything. Like I've been here all day and I haven't seen you, you know, do anything. So I think he handled it the right way, but I think I it's know. fun. I think, I just think, I, I just, I like fun. I think it's fun. I think it's entertaining. And I think it's funny to watch a bunch of grown adults lose their mind over a high school kid talking trash because. Is it because you are that high deal. school kid? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It might be bit. because you're that high school kid. He's that kid. Who, who would dunk on Cam Newton if he played football? My point is, I think Cam Newton was that high school kid. And how Probably. quickly the yeah. shoe is on the other foot is is just sort That's of interesting true. to me. That's a good point. He probably yeah, was. I, you know... That's uh, tough to say. I mean, because I've never I've never heard Cam any ever really disrespect anybody. Have you? Can you guys remember? No. You know, like, no it's one true. thing. It's one thing to let your play do the talking. Right. And you've you dance flex after you run over, you know, a linebacker or something. That's one thing. But like, if you carry it over to like after the game, then it's like, okay, now, now you're taking it too far yeah. to, I mean, you know, that's but. true. I mean, lesson learned probably from, from the young man there. I mean, I'm sure he learned a bit of a lesson. I just, I don't know. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was kind of fun. <laughs> I, it, it was, but I mean, it's just, it also was kind of like uncalled for in, in yeah. my, you know, but again, if I'm cam, Probably just don't give the kid the time of day. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Uh, that's all I have on this episode. You guys have anything else you want to bring up before we wrap it up? No. No, I don't. Other than I'm horrified that you guys both butt chug. <laughs> um, let's That's a wrap on the Seahawks podcast for this episode. Thanks so much for listening, everybody out there. Thank you, Nathan, for being our guest on this episode. We really appreciate it, man. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. iCarly coming soon, probably in the fall, late summer at some point to the Paramount Plus Network, but shooting uh, begins soon, so we'll keep you updated on all of that good stuff. Also, Radioactive Dads, the podcast that Nathan and I do together. Uh, there's an episode every week. You can find it wherever you get podcasts. You can listen live on Adobe Radio. Uh, it's basically us just, you know, it's two dads just shooting the shit. For now, though, Lofa, break us down. All right. From a man, Nate Kress, and the, and the reimagining of iCarly. We, yeah, we're going to break it down. So, Nate, what we do, we put our hands in the air like a huddle, you know? Okay. I know you played some ball back in the day. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, I'm going to say iCarly on three, one, two, three, and then we yell iCarly.
Okay. Yeah. Love the enthusiasm. Kevin. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I Carly on three. One, two, three. I Carly. Oh, that was, that was impressive. Cause I played ball. That's how yeah. we say it. When we play ball, I got to have him break us down from now on. Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.